What up everybody, Dustin and David here from the Rugged Arts, welcoming you back to another fun and exciting episode. Thanks for tuning in today and choosing to spend a little bit of your time here with us. So, without further ado, this is the Rugged Arts. Mic check, mic check. Testing, testing. Can you hear me? Okay, great. All right, hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Dustin, the Rugged Arts, and you are listening to the podcast. Clearly, you've tuned in to hear my voice and the sound of potentially a guest. I've got Nick Kramer with me today. Nick is in the book, Student of the Woods. It's chapter 16, Death Valley, where we're out hunting your first year. Now, Nick, you went hunting this late season, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I... I uh... Last minute, decided to uh, um, get a tag because my cousin was interested in going hunting for the first time, and and uh, so basically we uh, we got a tag and um, set out to a spot down south uh, in Washington State, um, a little bit uh, east of Vancouver. Okay. It's called Washougal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah, and uh, you don't have to give the exact locations. Right. The area is fine. Right, 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 right. Anyways, so him and I, we talked about it, and uh, he he scoped out this area. He, he kind of, like, looked at a, um, uh, some forums and stuff and found out some information uh, as to places to try to go hunting. And right. So we decided to go to, uh, to this spot, and we scoped it out on, on X and, you know, did a lot of research on the computer. And we decided to go there. We call that online scouting. Yeah, we were doing online scouting. I have Onyx Maps. Um, I got introduced to that by you. Right. And uh, so I subscribed to that membership. And it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty useful. Yeah, um, To be able super to see useful. where I can hunt, legally hunt and mm-hmm. then also um, see where those those borders are between public and private land. And, right. You, know, you can even use it for like a, a determining how to approach an animal. Like David Crane and I did from the Ridgeline Hunting Podcast uh, during the late season, we were on elk hunt. We had on X. We could see where they were potentially and figure out how to get over to them because we could see topographically right. the terrain and potential trails on the way there. Right, made it super easier to put a stock on, on For an sure. animal. For sure, yeah. So you guys were using some of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we haven't even scratched the surface on what you can do. We were just kind right. of do the, doing the basic stuff. But it it really came in handy. It was awesome. a, a pretty cool app. You know, downloaded all the uh, the maps on my phone so that I could use it offline and whatnot. Right. And uh, so, anyways, we did we did some scouting, um, just online scouting, mm-hmm. and then uh, we decided that we would leave on Friday night, pretty late on Friday night, and we would leave uh, um, where we were at. And it was, it was about a Two and a half, maybe three hour drive for us. Okay. So it was a, a little bit of a drive. Um, and we did it late at night. And so we plugged in GPS coordinates into his uh, truck, GPS, and to find a campsite. And we probably spent a good 20 or 30 minutes like driving around trying to find this damn campsite because the GPS keep, kept rerouting us <laughs> once we got around the uh, reception. So you guys stayed the night locally yeah, and then yeah, went in. Yeah, okay. so he's got a pop-up uh, tent on the back of his truck. Oh, okay. And so we stayed the night there. Oh, that's cozy. Uh, it was cold as, as, as it was, all It was hell. cold a lot. Yeah. yeah. And uh, 
So that was a, a, a bit of an experience. We, we showed up, and we, when we finally found a campsite, we ended up parking in just like a public campground, you know, no-fee campsite. Right. Just needed a discover pass. And, sure. Uh, so we pitched up the tent there and uh, crawled into sleeping bags as soon as we could to try to get warm because it was a little below freezing. Right. Um, and then woke up the next morning with a sore throat. So this is an interesting a, camping that, trip. Yeah, right, 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 right. I caught something from somebody. It's not what you think. I swear. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, you woke survived. Up, woke up a little sick. Non contagious yeah, guy. Yeah, a little sick. I'm like, fuck. I'm I'm, I'm going to be sick for my first uh, hunt with my cousin here. But whatever, you know, suck it up, get out there and get moving. Sure. So we uh, had scouted these different spots on Onyx as to the areas that we wanted to try to hunt. Um, and they look real good. They look like clear cuts. And, you know, from from an online map, they look great. Right. But uh, when we got there in person, we drove up there in his truck, and then we, we realized we didn't really understand the elevation. Um. And so some of them, some of these quote-unquote clear cuts were on pretty steep. They were on the side of a yeah, mountain. Yeah, on the side of a mountain. So the first place that we went to uh, was uh, we stopped at this trailhead and we got out and before first light and uh, we started hiking up this trail and it was just like straight up. Oh, man. Just literally straight up. Like we had already, we, we were driving up, we were hitting switchbacks and stuff. Um, in the beginning, we couldn't find a place to start right. because all the places that we went to, we kept bumping into these gates that were locked or signs for private property and whatnot. And uh, so we, we finally hit the last-ditch effort of this place that we had marked on our map, and it turned out to be uh, this trailhead that was this high elevation. And we started just going up it, and I'm like, is this going to level out? It's not freaking getting any better. Right. We're starting to see snow and ice, and I'm like, there ain't going to be any freaking deer over here. Right. And, uh, so when we got there, we... The, the first spot we, we tried out, we're, we're just hiking up and, and hiking up and starting to, like, lose some steam because we're just going straight up this freaking... And turns out it was just... It was a hiking trail to go all the way up to the top of this. Uh, it's called Larch Mountain. Okay. <laughs> and, and so, at a certain point, I was like, dude, I'm not seeing any deer. There's no sign here. We're not even... We're not seeing anything. Like, right. It, the sun had already come up. I'm like, we need to just cut our losses and try to, like scope out another place to hunt and right. so so we we decided to abandon that trail and we went back to the truck and i was like you know all this scouting this e-scouting that we did you know it didn't pan out no all the spots that we had marked didn't work out sometimes you know, it works that way yeah it, because looking at it in a map and and really not knowing what we're looking at on a map um we're all we're brand new to this sure so um it's different than when you get into real life. And oh, so yeah. I was like, let's just drive around and see what we can see. Kind of like what you and me did. We right. just drove around, found some clear cuts, found some areas of glass. Right. So we started doing that. Um, and then we kind of came to this uh, this cool little clearing that was, was uh, you had multiple um, different areas of terrain meeting up. You know, we had, there was a clear cut, there was a creek, there was like a little ATV trail. Um so you had like a, a conglomeration 
of multiple different habitats. Yes. Yeah. Leading yeah, into basically a clear cut. Exactly. That's a perfect area to be. Exactly. Yeah. So so we stopped there and it was kind of just like on the top of this this uh, hillside. And so we hiked down this hillside. We hiked down along an ATV trail. We saw some sign. We saw some game trails. We saw some good signs. Um, and so I was like, you know, there's water here. There's a creek. You know, they have water. And then there's forest right next to us. And then there's this clear cut. Like, this is this is kind of a cool place. Let's chill here for a little while and see what we see. Right. And so we walked a little ways further. And we found this, like, this little knob that was kind of in the middle of this clear cut. So it was a little bit of an elevation. So almost perfect. just like a perfect spot to just look down. It wasn't quite like a cliffside, but it was like good enough to where we're up and our wind is not going to be directly blowing. You know, we're going right. to be up above. Sure. And so we posted up on that and, uh, you know, we just, we chilled for a little while, got the hand warmers out, started eating some beef jerky, you know, right. And just hanging out. Because this, by this time, it was probably noon or 1 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And so, you know... The, yeah, this, so everything is not really active right. like around noon 1, right. per se. Exactly. So you're just taking in the sights, essentially. Exactly, yeah. So we just posted up. Um, he was looking one way. I was looking another way, you know, with our backs. I was against one stump. He was against another stump. I figure I'll cover the hillside, um, the cliff side that we kind of climb down yeah because um, it was real big and you can see for a while and then he was going to cover kind of the the forestry entrance area and kind of where the creek is at okay and then behind us there was also um like a little bit of a ditch a gully but we didn't pay a whole lot of attention to that um but that'll come into play later so anyways we're we're just posted up glassing try to you know get some snacks in get some calories up sure um, Ended up dozing off for a little bit, you know, you, you know how it goes. Yeah, you, yeah, I know exactly you get how it goes. Relax, and then the sun's hitting you, and you just, yeah. Oh, it's the perfect time to just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Caught a couple of Z's and then woke up to the, the sound of gunfire, and but it was because we're right next to a range. Oh. There is, a, there is a, a, a gun range next to us, so every time I would just about nod off to, to take a nap, I would freaking hear some dude with his AK. Out That's in the funny. distance, so that kind of ruined the serenity of it a little bit. But yeah. I mean, it was fine. But I was like, "Let's, we've already found a good spot. Let's post up for a little while and see what happens." And How so, far away would you say the gun range, the pit that they were shooting at, was? You know, it was up the road a ways. Okay, but we were kind of in in like a, a valley type clear cut. So the the sound carried pretty good. Okay, okay, um, I see what you're saying. but it was a ways away. Yeah. All right. It, we had passed it earlier on some of the, the switchback um, forest, forestry roads. Okay, so um, it wasn't like right next no, to us. No, 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 no. It wasn't right next to us. It was just loud enough to disturb our slumber. That definitely <laughs> played a good role in your favor. Having that Yeah, there? yeah, because animals get acclimated to their surroundings. So having that noise there, right. animals are acclimated to hearing that. So they're not as likely to like spook out when they hear that gunfire. If you're like deep six in it, right in the back 40 per se, and all of a sudden they start hearing gunfire when there shouldn't be, then they're like, oh, wait a minute. What's going on? You know right. I mean? Okay. That makes sense. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't even think about it that way because we were yeah. both complaining about it. We're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> so you're sitting that, there that's, waking that's up. Yeah. So so anyways, we're sitting there. Uh, I woke up to just like a, a, a faint like whistle and I was like, what? 
what is that noise? And I, and I look over, and my cousin's, like, trying to get a hold of me. Oh, and, okay. And a, a doe had just, like, crossed his path where he was looking. So I was looking in the opposite direction. Right. The other 180 degrees where he's scanning, this doe comes across, and you could just you one? Could see it. It was just a single yeah, doe. Yeah, she you was could, a scout. Yeah, you, you, could, you could just see it. She, she walked, she walked, she didn't wind us, she didn't wind us, but the wind was blowing like this. Uh, blowing right across us, and as soon as she got to a certain point, past the hillside that we were at, our wind carried right to her, and her nose perked up, and she looked right at us, and she didn't freak out or anything, but she just took off. Because you're sitting there probably motionless. Right, exactly. So she looked, she's like, where's that coming from, and she didn't see anything, and you know, they, they smell, they hear, and they see, Right. and you didn't trip her hearing. Right. Right. She right. didn't know you were there till she winded you. Oh yeah, we were both up against. And then stuff. she didn't see anything move, so it's like one out of three is not a huge alarm. Right. Something to be concerned about a little, but that's why she didn't like take off. Is what right. I'm getting at. Right. Yeah. 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 She didn't seem too freaked out, but she definitely looked right at us. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she winded us. And another part of that could be the fact that you weren't far from a gun range or a, a shooting pit. She's probably used to seeing people on foot, maybe in yeah. that area. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, regardless, she she uh, she picked up our scent and then took off into the woods. And I was like, oh, this is a good sign. Like there's there's deer out here. At least we're seeing something. Oh, yeah. And uh, but then we were kind of talking about it and like second guessing ourselves. We're like, well, if she's winding us and if they're coming through this way, maybe we should move. Like maybe we should move our spot. So we decided to get out of our spot and scope out another spot on the other side. And right as we move from our spot to go scope out the other side, another hunter comes up and he's looking right at us and he gives us the gesture that I'm going to be shooting in that direction. I'm like, Oh, Oh crap. Like this, this, this spot is, were you there before him? We were there. We were on the opposite hill before him, but we were, as we're walking over, this dude is already on our, basically on, on the side of our knob and so as we're walking over we get to this new spot and we turn around and he's already posted up and like ready to go and, he, and then he gives us the gesture that, that he's about to be shooting in that direction and i'm like crap like what the hell where did this guy come from what does that gesture look like like what you're just miming he was like basically at his put eye two two index fingers forward and like he was going to shoot like Essentially, yeah, point right at our direction, like, and then then did a gesture. You didn't shoot him one back, like, hey, nice to see you. Yeah, that's what it kind of looked like. (laughs) Some lame club move. Wow, like Shooter McGavin, Happy Gilmore. Exactly. (laughs) That's funny. Okay, so you you see him spot you basically, and he's like, "I'm gonna be shooting in that direction." So you're like, "Well, I guess I better move." Right. Yeah. So at that point. All our stuff was still at this other at the knob of this hill, and it was a good size hill. Right. So he didn't come upon our stuff. Okay. He was kind of on the corner of this hill, and that's where he decided to post up. I don't know why he didn't go all the way above it. Maybe he wanted to block his wind or something. Um, right. So, anyways, we walk right back to our stuff, and we're like, "Crap! Like our spot's blown. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, this sucks. Like." This dude just came out of nowhere and close to the last light because by this time it's like three o'clock and yeah you gotta dude, hurry and find a spot yeah this dude showed up and I was like it's it's getting too close to the last light we're not gonna move we're just gonna stay where we're at because this guy's 
down below us. He's nowhere. He's the where the direction that he was shooting is nowhere near where we're posted on this hill, so we're safe in that respect. Okay. And like we already we've already been watching this this area, so we're gonna stay where we're at. Like, yeah. It's if we move around, we might bump a deer or yep. you know we're not we're getting find... into that what I call the witching hour. Right. Right. Yep. Right. So, so we're just like, let's just, let's, let's just cut our losses and stay where we're at because, uh, you know, at least we have stuff to, to break the, our sight barrier. You know, we have stumps and stuff and we're elevated above right. where we've seen this, this last doe come through. Got it. And so we, we go back to our respective spots and we're just glassing, not seeing anything. Probably a good hour goes by. And then by this time it's about four o'clock. And then I, I, I remember something in the back of my brain and someone had told me this and they said that the deer always come from the area that you're not looking. And I'm thinking that you were the one that told me. That. It might've been. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, something just it sounds like just, something I've probably said before. Right. Something just told me to, to look in the area that was off to my right hand side, kind of over my shoulder. I had been watching this hillside that was in front of me, directly in front of me, and some forest that was directly to my left, but I hadn't been watching this, this little ditch area that kind of came behind the hill that I was on. And the some, gully you were talking yeah, about, some, right? Some just told me, like, check the area that you have not been glassing, you have not been looking, and sure as shit, as soon as I turn my, my, uh, my head, I see a doe just bounding up. Oh yeah, then, and then it disappears into this little thicket off to the right hand side. I'm like, oh, okay, crap, there's deer. Nice. And so like, you know, my adrenaline starts going, and I and I try to signal to my cousin, but his view angle blocks that. Okay. That that little trench area, so he couldn't really see it. But I'm seeing deer, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna keep an eye on this. And so probably another 20 minutes goes by, and then I see another doe bounding up, and I'm like, and it, and it disappears into the thicket, and I had my binos out and I'm watching it and I'm following it with my binoculars all the way into the thicket. And as soon as I take down my binoculars right behind it, I, I see antlers. I see a, a deer bounding behind see it. see a buck. And, yeah. And so I, I swoop up, grab my binos and I, I look at it and I confirm, yeah, that, those are antlers. And literally as soon as I put down my binoculars and, and grab my rifle, he's about to disappear into this thicket. Okay. So he's maybe, this is all within probably 70 yards of me. Okay. So they're not that far away. Right. And so as I confirm, yeah, it is a buck. This is a legal buck that I can kill. In this in this particular GMU, it's any buck. So as long as there's visible, visible antlers, but this is a two-point buck that I Visible saw. and over an yeah. inch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so uh, so I, uh, I, I snag my rifle and I swing, and he's just... He's, he's literally heavily ordering away. Like, basically, I'm almost looking at his backside. I can still see his left-hand shoulder, um, but he's he's walking away from me. And, man, I got freaking buck fever like crazy. And, <laughs> and like, I, there was no time for me to steady my rifle. There was no time for anything, really. I grabbed my rifle and swung, lined it up on his shoulder and pulled the trigger. Like, it was all one full motion like wow there was no you're lucky you hit him yeah yeah i mean <laughs> he was pretty close it wasn't it wasn't that far of a shot that's called an offhand like, shot yeah yeah it was an offhand shot yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it, anyways swung pulled the trigger and then 
And then as soon as I, I did that, I was like, did I get him? But I hear, I, I heard this, these like four steps, like dunk, dunk, dunk. And, oh, and then and, like, a little over. bit of a, a crash. And I was like, oh shit, he, is he running away? Like what's going on? Right. Um, that's always the worst because you don't know what's going on. You can't see him yeah, anymore. You're like, yeah. Where do you go? Where do you go? Yeah. And, yeah. And so, so I heard that, and then as soon as as soon as that happened, yeah, he, as he was, you heard the crash. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I heard literally what sounded like three footsteps and a crash. Right. Um, but it wasn't like a real heavy crash, so I couldn't tell if he, if he was trying to run away into the woods, and that's what I was hearing. I had freaking adrenaline pumping through my veins, man. Oh, yeah, I've been I, there. I And I turn around. You and, can and, feel your heartbeat in your throat. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. I was like, did I get him? Like, holy crap, that just happened? Like, like it was <laughs> – I can vividly remember every piece of that. Isn't Still, that weird? To this day, I can I can remember every piece of it, you know. It, it's amazing that how well it sticks in my memory. And I don't want to forget it because it was, it was an amazing experience. But anyways – so after I shot him, um, I, I spin around and my, my cousin's looking at me like, what the F just happened? Because like, he, <laughs> he didn't know, know what was going and on. He had earplugs in, too. Okay. He was, so he was like, he was like, what was that noise? And I was like, dude, I just shot a deer. And he's like, oh, you <laughs> shot a deer? And, 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 uh, and he said after he saw, when he saw me later, later in the day, he was like, your eyes were like the size of saucers. Your eyes were just freaking wide open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you were on adrenaline. Oh, you're, yeah. You are going. For sure. For That's sure. cool, man. Yeah. So you, uh, you head down the, the gully to go find this deer. Right. So, yeah. Talk us through that. Yeah. So, so I'm like, what, what's going through my head is, is like, that was like, that was, that was a very quick and risky shot that I took. Like, it was a safe shot because of the elevation that I was taking. It was, you know. The, there was no chance of the bullet going anywhere, sure. but it was a risky shot in the sense that I did not have enough time to make sure that I correctly, you know, hit the deer when it was quartering, when it wasn't quartering away, you know, like I didn't yeah. hit it broadside. I it wasn't a static shot. It wasn't yeah, standing still. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I was sure I know for, for a fact that I lined it up on its shoulder because I saw its shoulder as I was pulling the trigger. So I was I was fairly confident that I, I did hit the deer, but I wasn't confident that it didn't run away and that I didn't wound it. Um, yeah. So I was a little bit a little bit worried about that. Yo, and, even on good shots, you still have that 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 worry. Right. If they if they move at all afterwards, right. Out of sight, you're like, dang, did that yeah. hit where I think it hit? I thought I hit it in the bread basket. Right. I don't know now. I shouldn't have gone that far. Right. You know. Right, and, and what had happened was is after I had shot and then I, I lowered my rifle, this basically doorway into this thicket, I looked down into that and I couldn't see anything. I couldn't see right. any deer because it was just this this overgrown thicket of trees. That must they must have been going in there to bed that's as yeah. what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Um and so so yeah, my cousin's like, Let's go well let's go, man. Let's like adrenaline's going through me and I'm just like I put my rifle down and like I'm not even thinking. I'm like, did I hit it? Did I hit it? He's like, well, we got to go find out, dude. And so, uh, so yeah, we start trucking down there. Uh, we we hike down through there, and uh, I went in the into the thicket where I thought the the deer entered. And as soon as I walk in, I'm not seeing any deer. I'm not seeing any blood. I'm not seeing anything. And so I start going deeper and deeper into this thicket. So I'm pretty much at the end of the thicket. I'm like, shit, where did it go? Did I lose this deer? Like, what happened? Um, 
and and he's like he's like did it go in are you sure that it went in right here and i'm like i'm pretty sure he's like let's backtrack and so we backtracked and then we kind of went a different way and as soon as we like came closer to the uh the end of the thicket on the end that the deer entered sure as sure as heck there there's the deer right there like nice. we, we caught it with our flashlights nice. because by this time one thing i didn't say is is uh um i had looked at my watch like right before these deer showed up and it was 4 50 p.m and oh, last yeah. night so it was like, 5 p.m yeah and and then after i shot so it, it i looked at my watch and it was 4 54 so like yeah you're right at dusk yeah right at dusk yeah so, man those last 10 minutes man they'll, they'll, that's where it happens yeah like yeah the, the the deer just came out of the woodworks it seemed yeah. like like right at that time yeah um and so anyways we found the deer um, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, did I gut shot it? And, but it appeared like it came out where its heart was. It appeared like the bullet came out where its heart was. And my cousin's like, no, it doesn't look like you gut shot it, man. That's like a really good shot. It looks like, like you know, it, it should be fine. But I, I'm kind of looking at the deer, and, and I'm still in a little bit of a state of shock that I actually found it. And, like, the feeling that I actually got the animal, I'm just, like, freaking pumped. I'm like, right. heck yeah. Like You're I on found cloud it. nine. Yeah. What do we do now? Okay. I, I was a little okay. bit. Now we got to gut it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What do we do now? Yeah. And so, um, stupidly, we I left my backpack with all my gear, all my stuff for gutting back in his truck. And so, <laughs> rookie move. Won't make How that far away was the truck? It wasn't that far. Okay. But you had to go back. Well, so he's like, stay with the deer. I'll go back, get my truck, and drive it over here because we got to load it up in the truck anyways. Okay. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. So he's gone maybe 15 or 20 minutes. And, like, when he left, like, for some reason, like, this, this uh, a little bit of sadness came over me when I was looking at that deer. I was like, wow, like, I just, like, killed it. And then so I just kind of, like, sat down and, you know, thank the deer had a moment yeah i had a moment that's with cool that deer. yeah and yeah one thing i didn't didn't say that i kind of want to say before is, is a friend of mine um who uh, uh who's a hunter as well uh he lives on the muckleshoot reservation and uh he said just say a prayer before uh before you uh go hunting oh yeah or say, say a prayer while you're hunting and uh and I, I said a prayer, and literally, and this was at, like, around 4 o'clock, and within a half an hour, a deer showed up. And I don't that could be coincidental, Nick. It could be coincidental, but I, <laughs> I, believe, it, I believe it to be true. Well, hey, I say for a me. prayer before I head out. I Yeah. I, I, I do my, for me, my bow draw in the morning yeah. before I head out, make sure it's working right. Right. You know, I just want to make sure that arrow's going to fly straight. Right, right. You know, that if I do hit the animal. Right. That it's a, a good shot. Right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because there's, I think I feel like we're all connected, animals and human beings. I think it's all connected. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah. So, anyways, back to back to uh, being with the deer. So I'm, I'm I'm there with the deer, waiting for my cousin to show up. Um, he ends up being able to hitch a ride with somebody that we had seen earlier, and they gave him a ride back to his truck. Cool. Which was perfect. So he got there real quick. It was like maybe 15 minutes and moved back with the stuff. Nice. And we're like, okay, we, now we got to freaking gut this thing. And neither him or I have ever done that. Or oh, we've okay, only so watched, that was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. we've only watched YouTube videos, and we weren't smart enough to, to download the YouTube video <laughs> to our phone. 
So I'm, I'm trying to remember what Steven Ranella does, you know. Yeah. Like, he's got a little tutorial that I watched a yep. couple times. And it's like, okay, uh, you know, we're going to start start from the, the ass and, and work your way up through the rib cage and Basically, yeah. Yeah. And, There's and, some pointers in there, like cutting around the the anal cap, the, right. the rectum. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, we didn't cut into the rectum yeah. itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and then right. avoiding cutting the bladder so you don't get piss everywhere. And yep. Yeah, exactly. Like we're yeah. cutting, we're cutting away, um, away from it, and we use you know, use your two fingers and go right along and just basically yeah. go up the center of the the, the chest. Yeah, sounds like you guys did fine. Yeah, and, and well, so. When he came back, we also realized that it had been the the deer had been gut shot. Okay. Because uh, there there was that that spot that looked like where it had gotten shot from the heart, but then a little bit lower, we saw where some bile and. You know, okay. So we're like, crap, we got to get this this thing gutted, like get the these guts out of here before it gets into the meat. And uh, luckily, like where it was gut shot, it was literally just coming right out of it, its stomach. The it wasn't going into the actual cavity. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was going out onto the ground. So okay. we got kind of lucky when it came with that, and uh, so so we got it got it opened up, you know, got it cleaned out to the best of our ability. We we're trying to figure out like, do we cut here? Do we cut there? But you know, it it all ended out okay. Like we did end up puncturing uh, whatever's up by its throat, the the, the acid. The, the that little thing that you can you can hit with the acid yeah like near the near the throat there was something that we punctured where there was like kind of like a little bit of acid oh like a scent gland maybe no not it, by the throat though no it wasn't a scent gland Anyways, weird we we cut something and it kind of bubbled up like it was like stomach acid or something like that it bubbled up yeah it yeah, might yeah. hit a lung like uh because the you know the airway attaches to the esophagus possibly I don't know possibly. Yeah, we were trying to get the guts free, okay. and when, when that happened, that, that was when we were trying to cut them free. It. That was like the last thing that was holding it up. But anyways, we got it out, um, we got it all cleaned up to the best of our ability, and then uh, we uh, were like, okay, how are we going to get it out of here? And and my cousin's like, oh, well, I got some rope, let's 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 just hogtie it and find a big stick. So we right. hogtied it. That's what know. I did with my, with right. my dough when I went... Uh, archery hunt for the first time. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, cool. that worked. Yeah, yeah, it worked. We threw it over our shoulder and we we hiked out to his truck, wrapped it up in a tarp, and then uh, we we headed out. And I was like, well, we got one, but like it, it was only Saturday. We had planned to be there until Sunday. And I was like, do you want to stay and see if you can get get one too? And he's like, no, no, man. Like I, I'm good with one. This is the first time I've ever gone deer hunting. Like this is this is freaking awesome. We got that's one. cool, man. Yeah, yeah. So, that's cool. That you guys had that experience together. Two brand new hunters. Right. First right. first animal. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish I could have been there. Yeah. Like to help you process it and everything, but you know it is what it is. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Next time, call me. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, so um, we. We were all the way, we're, like I said, we were probably three hours away from home. So we stopped, we got some food, and then I called uh, I called my buddy from Muggle uh, um, Shoot because he had said if I got one, you know, bring it over to his place. He doesn't live too far from me, and uh, I, he would help me. Um, but when I called him, he's like, I'm out of town. Like, oh, crap, okay. But, and he's like, you got to get that, that skin ice. off of that yep. deer right away yeah like and i was like oh really i don't i can't wait like 
overnight or anything. <laughs> you know, no. like, I don't know what I'm doing. Because it'll trap the heat in. It'll act like a blanket. You right. Know, cook the meat. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, it'll spoil your sense. meat. I cook is maybe a little too... Not really cook it, but it'll spoil it because it keeps right. the heat inside. Right. You get the, you get the uh, hide off, and then the meat can cool from both sides because okay. you have the chest cavity open. Right. So the air's coming in, and it's cooling it in there. Right. But you want to get the hide off so it can cool from the outside. Too. Right, right. So I learned that, 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 um, that I, we couldn't wait. And, right. And he also said that where, wherever it was gut shot, you guys need to get that cleaned out real good. Yeah, real like, good. Clean it out as... as best you could you know mm -hmm. and so uh we're like okay we're gonna head home and so by the time we got back to my place it was pushing midnight like close to one o'clock and uh um so my cousin i don't know why but for some reason had a deer hanging set in his car i think he had used it for some other use but mm -hmm. so it was perfect he uh we set that up in my shed we hung the deer and and we looked up youtube and uh started Figuring out how to skin the freaking thing. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank God for YouTube, right? Yeah, yeah, thank God for YouTube. That's cool, yeah. man. So we got it done, you know, cut, cut the head off and and uh, started letting it bleed out. And, right. Uh, um, my uh, my friend from the Indian tribe had had uh, told me, you know, you can let it let it hang for a couple of days since it's real cold. You know, this was below freezing still. So it was cold outside, and so uh, we hung it up and uh, let it hang. And by the time we got done skinning it and cleaning it all up, well, it was like three o'clock in the morning. So it was a long day. We woke up at four in the morning. We did a twenty-four hour. Yeah, day. it's uh, it's a long day sometimes. Yeah, right, right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, so yeah, I waited a couple of days, let it let it hang a couple of days. Then my buddy came out and helped show me how to butcher cut it. it up, butcher it. Cool. Like, took the back straps off. We didn't take it off early um, because I didn't really know how, what I was doing. And so sure. we just did it all at once and uh, then yeah. we cooked the back straps up right after we butchered it. Yeah. And bomb. Super good. Yeah. I'll yeah. Bet. Oh yeah. That's sure. cool, it's man. Like steak. And, and to, and uh, was able to share, share a lot of the deer meat with uh, my wife's family. We good. had a big old party and, and, and now the deer is pretty much all gone. Like, oh, I I'm sure. It, it wasn't like, a massive deer. Yeah, and there's something about eating what you killed. Like, it, it just tastes better. It, and, and, it was really good all that. Oh, man. Yeah. Delicious. Well, and it was yeah. kind of a young buck. Right. A two-point, right? Yeah, it was. I guess he was going into his third year. Was he? So, yeah, he had three. He had his third one, and it was over an inch. Okay, yeah. so antlers, antlers aren't yeah. a good depictor of age class for oh, an animal because... They can grow at different rates depending on vegetation and access to food okay. and stuff like that, right? Okay. So I wouldn't say that it was three necessarily based on just the antlers. Okay. Um, a, a good way, if you learn how, is to judge a deer or uh, an animal based on the teeth. Oh, I see. That they have. I see. Okay. So uh, well, it, you have the skull still. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So if you look at the, the, the teeth. Uh-huh. Um, if there's still like baby teeth coming in, right. he's probably under three. Okay. Okay. Um, if there's no more baby teeth coming in in the front, right. that's what I'm talking about. And all you've got is like molars back here. Uh, then he's probably older than three. Okay. okay. But based on the size of the body in the picture that I saw, yeah. he's probably a little under three. A little That'd under be three. my guess. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. without having actually seen it. Either way, he had he had uh, what three points on one side. Mm-hmm. Two, okay, so he's a two, two by three. Yeah, two by three. Or yeah. five point if you live in the east. Okay, so you got your first deer. You got it skinned. You got it butchered. You've been eating it. It's probably gone already, right? Right. If you had to compare it to the stories in the book, would you say that the personal experience that you had is similar to what you read? What would I say? Yeah. I mean, like, did I miss anything? Oh, no. No, I don't think so. Yeah. No. Uh, you mean of my story? Did yeah, 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 that? yeah, exactly. I, um, I mean, did, did, did the book live up to what actually happened? Right. No, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, your story of what what we went through. Yeah, definitely. It, um, it was cool to uh, to have that those experiences with you because I have no frame of reference with hunting. You know? Right. Like, I, I mean, I I grew up bird hunting, but as far as doing big game hunting, I don't. I wouldn't know where to start. Right. And so you know, the fact that I was able to go out, we went out on your property. We were able to go close to your home, kind of like going through game trails and whatnot. Learning, and seeing the learning, sign and Yeah, and all seeing that. the yeah. sign and also learning how to walk. Just walk quietly and be conscious of your voice, not speaking up. All these things that I never really learned, you know, right. um, came in handy on this hunt. Right. Um, because that's good. Because I wouldn't have known what to look for for a game trail. I would have just thought, oh, that's just some matted down grass. Like, and <laughs> right. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Like, They're just, subtle if you don't know what you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. So having that and, and and also being able to share that with my cousin, too, like, because once we got into the woods, you know, he started talking normally. And I'm like, look, this is what my buddy told me. You know, we keep our voices low. We whisper you know, because we don't want to disturb what's going on. We want, right. We, we don't want the animals to hear us coming. We want to exactly let things play out as they will and, and that's try to cool have as little affect as possible yeah so uh um yeah i'm very appreciative of all your time you well i'm super stoked for you no yeah. problem i don't want to eat up too much of your day thanks for coming by yeah. stopping at the the booth here and and taking a moment with me to rehash your late season hunting experience i think it's super mm-hmm. dope you finally got an animal down on the ground we've been talking about for years basically so. right Right. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, amazing. thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate thanks it. for having me. And there you have it, folks. Another episode concludes. For more cool entertainment, subscribe to our YouTube channel or follow us on Instagram. Be sure to give us a like and a share. If you're looking to contact us directly, we can always be reached by email. TheRuggedArts at Yahoo.com Be sure to tune in next week, but for now, this is Dustin and Dave, and remember, hunt hard, hunt smart, and be safe. What up everybody, Dustin and David here from the Rugged Arts, welcoming you back to another fun and exciting episode. Thanks for tuning in today and choosing to spend a little bit of your time here with us. So, without further ado, this is The Rugged Arts.